Yo, 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 yo. Listen. <laughs> Listen. It's the Great Debate Show with your host, Jarvis Jeffries, along with Terrence Smith. Hey. Nick Ely. What's that? And a very special cowboy guest once again. It's our man, Dwayne. <laughs> What's, What's up, good? What's good? What's good, gentlemen? Gentlemen, it's always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, we it's glad. It's actually surprising that you are here. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're glad to have you back. Of course, I'm sure we wouldn't have been able to got you had your team lost on Monday night in the playoff game. Ooh. But you didn't. You won. You got the dub. Now, first of all, I want to say this: we're about to start the show off, and we're going to get right into this weekend's games. The Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Go ahead and hit that follow button. You know you want to, and we appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who is listening and has been listening to us now in our third season. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us right now, and we appreciate it. And if this is your first time listening, we hope you enjoy, and we hope we can get you back for the next episode. All right, so Super Wild Card Weekend was crazy. It was really a Super Wild Card Weekend. I just find it funny on how the supposedly best game of the weekend on Monday night was the worst game of the entire weekend. However, the Cowboys got the win. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I told you all the Buccaneers would win. I changed my pick, and I, I hope the audience doesn't, you know, call me out or say that I'm lying. <laughs> but but you guys know that I did change my pick immediately the next day when I found out that Brady had beaten the Cowboys seven straight times. And if anybody's been listening to the Great Debate Show, you know I have a thing for the number seven. Everything seems to end at seven most of the time, and it did on Monday. So I swapped my pick the very next day and said, hey, man, the Buccaneers are going home. I, I thought Brady was going to do it this year, but maybe it'll be next year, but they're going home. And the Cowboys, after all of the the criticism, and Dak Prescott was put on a cross after the Week 18 performance in Washington. And then Monday night, he looked like Tom Brady in his prime. He was just feeling it. He was slicing and he was dicing them. It was surgical on what he did to the Buccaneers. Wayne, I know you are a big-time diehard Cowboy fan, and I know you're geeked up and you're hyped up right now, and you're probably thinking that it's on to the Super Bowl. If I know you and any other Cowboy fan out there in the world, I'm pretty sure you're delusional right now thinking that it's off to the Super Bowl, off to Arizona, and you're going to hold the Vince Lombardi trophy. Wayne, give us your take on this Sunday and your chances. After what you did to Tampa Bay, keep in mind that's Tampa Bay, but you're going against a whole different beast, a whole different animal this Sunday when you go to Levi's Stadium in San Francisco, or Santa Clara, that is, and you take on the number one defense in the league. Now, I'll admit they have some flaws, and I think sometimes they can be suspect in the secondary. I've said that numerous times on this show. I think the offense is better than the defense now sometimes, thanks to Pistol Purdy. Um, or, or, or should I say, or should I say, Brock Purdy. That's the WWE reference. You see how I've done that? Wayne, go ahead, and, go ahead and tell us what you think, man, about the Cowboys at the Niners, and go ahead and tell us how you're going to beat my Niners down Sunday. Well, first of all, I, I had to 
get an extra seat over here to get next to me because I'm about to get beside myself right now. 30 years of being in the drought, man. 30 <laughs> years. I mean, I've heard of 40 days and 40 nights in the in the wilderness, but not 30 years, man. 30 years in the making. We went down to Tampa Bay and we slayed the two-horned beast that you guys called the goat and <laughs> Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Now, now that I got that out of, out of my system, wait, 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 hold on now. I'm not finished. Hey, I've, I've been holding this for so long because I had to sit there. And the last time I was here, I listened at all three of you, although I'm just now aware that you changed your pick the next day, Double J, but I, I listened at all three of you, even my brother. Mm-hmm. My brother, who I, cons- who I considered my my main man, my right-hand man, when I have no one else to call. Terrence T. Smitty sat there the last time we was on this show and said, hey, Brady's going to take him down. I watched Nicholas Bartholomew Ely say the same thing. <laughs> we going down. I watched Double J. Jarvis Jeffries say the same thing. We going down. I had to listen to Stephen A. for a week say, oh, if there are accidents waiting to happen. Just be patient. Well, it looks like Dr. Dak Prescott has ran out of patience at the clinic. And like you said, <laughs> he got surgical. He got medieval on that ass. And oh, my goodness, it was a show. Now, that's happened. The balloons that went up in the air, the confettis came down, the unicorns have danced, the cheerleaders have came out. That's over with. Now we got to march in to Santa Clara to play Brock Purdy. Now, I had a recent conversation at my job with a uh, – a security guard guy who's a diehard San Francisco 49ers fan. Yeah. It's a wild um, man. He was, he was, um, it was like, well, you know, you guys have never faced a defense like this. This is number one defense. Well, I don't think Brock Purdy's ever faced a pass rush like Michael Parsons. Okay. And I don't think Brock Purdy's ever had to deal with my main man sitting in that middle, Leighton Vanderesh. I don't think he's ever had had to deal with a shutdown corner. Oh, he reminds me. He's just got a a little bit of Dion in him. He reminds me of just a tad bit of Dion and and my guy Trayvon Diggs. And and let's be honest. Uh, Yeah, Nick Bosa's probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year this year. Yeah, that defense is stacked tight with Armstead and them boys. Uh, But Let's be real. Have you ever faced a guy who can run the ball like my guy TP? And that ain't for to- that ain't for toilet paper. That's for the total package in Tony Pollard. Uh, Zeke's gained weight. We all know he's been eating at uh, Golden Corral lately. Um, <laughs> Dak-, Dak Prescott has had the most. I mean, he's had the best week I could have. I never saw that coming. You know, I'm an avid fan. Duel better for those who don't know. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't build a parlay like that for Dak Prescott. You, you just didn't see it coming. But this Sunday, it will happen, baby. We go off for two playoff wins in a row. And let me go ahead and 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 shoot a little jab over there. My my brother Nicholas there. Hey guys, don't slip up against Daniel Mania over there. Mm. <laughs> okay. Daniel Mania will be running wild in Philly. <laughs> are you finished? Are you finished? Uh, and we're going to cue the band, curtains. That's it. That's it. You finished? I'm done.
That right there, that right there, all that that my boy Wayne just did. We appreciate his contribution to the show. Definitely entertaining. Definitely made a lot of good points. But all of that energy right there is the reason why the Cowboys are going to lose this Sunday. (laughs) Because they essentially won their Super Bowl at this point. That's how they feel. Wayne just encapsulated the feeling of all of Cowboy Nation across the country right now. They won their Super Bowl. They knocked out Tom Brady in the first round of the playoffs. This is this is heaven today. And, and they, 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 they when when they do lose this weekend, we're gonna hear about them beating Tom Brady for the next thirty years when they continue to not win Super Bowls like they're not going to do this year. Here's another thing I say to you. Here's another thing I, I'll explain to you, uh, Mr. Wayne, from a little bit of uh, football, professional football knowledge of my own, right? Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy entered this season, and most of this season was the third-string quarterback, correct? Correct. So, as a third-string quarterback, your job generally is to run the scout team, and you go against the first-string defense. So when you say to me that he hasn't seen a pass rush like Michael Parsons, I look at the 49ers and say, they both the place for them. That's what he's got to deal with in practice. And then you say, we have to deal with a guy in the middle, like Lady Vanderash. I look at the 49 and I say, this middle linebacker is Fred Warner. He's better than Lady Vanderash. So the idea that he don't know what a top flight defense looks like not only doesn't resonate from that standpoint, it also doesn't click with what we've seen him do against defenses that he's played this season since he became a starter. He's he played well. I, I mean, you know, I've been saying it jokingly, but it's starting to look like Brock Purdy might be the new Tom Brady. And they even sound like a little bit. Got the same kind of feel to him. Now, we not, I'm not going to look too far ahead because there, there's a small problem with that next Tom Brady analogy. And that is that that would mean he's have to win the Super Bowl this year, which I'm not predicting is going to happen. Of course not. But for this week, Oh, yeah, he, he might look like Brady. What I want to see is, are we going to get the Dak that we just got? More specifically, is Dak going to be able to be that same player against the defense that's not the Buccaneers, not only not the Buccaneers defense, but is the 49ers defense, which is arguably the best defense in the league. That's my two cents. Terrence? I uh, think I've always thought, for the most part, that the Cowboys would be a really good matchup for the 49ers. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys remember, but when we were talking about playoff alignments, I was kind of looking forward to this matchup. But I think this matchup has a lot more than just one playoff team versus another. Of course, we already know this is one of the oldest rivalries um, in, in, in the history of pro football, and I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure Jarvis had some of his, his best days during these rivalries in the 90s. Uh, we got we got a matchup of the defensive player of the year candidates, which I think Nick Bosa. I think Nick Bosa. I'm pretty sure we all think that Nick Bosa wins that uh, pretty easily. Easily now, but uh, when it comes down to it, is legitimately going to going to come down to which quarterback plays good against a good defense. Mm-hmm. And I, I I want to go with the easy answer and say, oh, that's the 49ers easily. But I I this is not me agreeing with Wayne, by the way. I just think that at some point, 
unless Brock Purdy is the next Tom Brady or something else, he has to have a bad game at some point. Um, it's just unheard of for him to steamroll through, even with a good defense. It's just unheard of him to steamroll through teams and not have a hiccup at some point. And I don't know if it's is that hiccup game, but I know it's got to happen or, or they'll be Super Bowl champs. I mean, it's that simple. So I'm going to go out on a limb and put my put my, my mouth and my money at some point <laughs> to say that this <laughs> is going to be that hiccup game and that Dallas was, was just kind of um, – Sneak through with a win, uh, 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 and I think Brock Purdy will probably have a chance late to win it, and just won't be able to pull it out. So I'm going to go with Dallas. Uh, I don't know what the spread is, but of course San Francisco will be favored. So I'm going to go with Dallas, four, and I'll say by four points. Yeah, I'll say Dallas by four. San Francisco is a four point favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go with Dallas by four. Okay, it, it had to be at least four for them to need a touchdown on the final drive. Mm-hmm. So I'll say Dallas by four. Okay. And and one other thing I want to point out. Go ahead. Do you, do you guys remember when and who uh, Brock Purdy played in his first start as an NFL player? His first start? Well, he came in against the Dolphins, and I think the first start. Oh yeah, it was against Tom Brady. It was against Tom Brady and the same Buccaneers. Yeah. They won thirty-five to seven. That's Brock that's Purdy three, sixteen and twenty-one, hundred eighty-five yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. That is correct. And I think and I think he's gotten better since then, by the way. That is, and that's my that point. Is if, if Brock Purdy in his first start could do that to the Buccaneers, how impressed are we supposed to be that the Cowboys did it in the playoffs? Oh, I'm not impressed by them beating Tampa at all. Tampa has not been a good team all year. They have right. not. They have not. Okay, Wayne, it's me and you now. You do have the Cowboys uh-huh. winning, right? <laughs> mono and mono. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Um, do you what do you see them winning by a field goal, by a four, by a touchdown, maybe, or could it be a route? What what do you what do you say? Uh I'm I'm gonna go a step further here and get on in this deep water here. And I'm gonna say the Uh-oh. final score will be I got the final score being twenty eight twenty in favor of Dallas. 28-20, Cowboys. Gotcha. Well, if 20, you do that, 28-20. if they do that, they definitely are them boys. Um, but let me say this. Um, you Cowboy fans are so, so, so delusional. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I agree with most of everything Nick said. You guys are treating this like it was the Super Bowl, and you have to win three more games to be actually Super Bowl champions. And – that number one defense does stand in the way. And they're waiting in their hands right there. They're waiting right now like, okay, if you want this, you're going to have to take it. And uh, this is it. This is for the World Heavyweight Championship. This is for – this 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 is the hell in the cell match. And uh, this, this is it. This, this, this is it right here. And, again, I will say this now. Before I ride on your Cowboys, I got to say, they're no slouch. They're not. They're no chopped liver. No pushovers. I got to give it to him. Micah Parsons is a bad boy. However, I think Trent Williams is still the best left tackle in the league, if I'm not mistaken. He, de- and, he definitely is. Okay. And, that's, that's, hands, that's hands down. And if he can beat Trent Williams, then maybe he should be the DPOY. But I don't think that's going to happen. It didn't happen last year in the wild card game. And if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't decide to say, here, guys, 
I want to keep you guys in the game and make this thing interesting. It was going to be a beatdown. It was going to be a straight-up assassination. We were murdering you guys. It was so bad in the first three quarters, they could have put y'all on first 48 because it was a murder. It was on CBS, but it, I thought it was on ID, uh, Investigation <laughs> Discovery. And Jimmy Garoppolo let you guys hang around, and it looks like it was a close game, and they couldn't get the ball snapped and all of that crap. You won't have to worry about that this Sunday because it won't come to that. Now, again, I'll admit, you're no pushovers. You're a good team, but you're inconsistent. And when it comes to offense, if I know Dak, as good as he was on Monday, and no, he did not hold the Cowboys back. He held, he, <clears throat> he helped them move forward to another round of the playoffs. However, He's very inconsistent. The team is inconsistent. They don't run the ball enough when Dak is under center, and that's their biggest, biggest flaw. And uh, TP's just not going to get the ball enough, and that's Tony Pollard, not toilet paper. But speaking of toilet paper, (laughs) we're going to need some toilet paper to wipe our asses after we finish taking a dump on the Dallas Cowboys at Levi Stadium. I like it. Oh, easy. The, the, easy, double J. Easy there now. Easy. The Dallas Cowboys have always, and and I don't know for how much longer, but they, I think, will continue to be the laughing stock of the league when it comes down to them building you up just to let you down. And I'm telling you right now, you're pretty high right now, Wayne. I'm telling you, though, it's a long way down. It's a long way down. And you're going to come down off this high around about 6.30, 7 p.m. Central Time on Sunday evening. <laughs> this game, they're going to make it interesting because it's the Cowboys and the Niners, baby. It's the early 90s all over again. But I don't think it's going to be the 1992 season. I think it's going to be more like the 1994 season. The 49ers oh. got beat down by the Chiefs earlier in the season. It was Christian McCaffrey's first game as a Chief, and Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback. Well, this is not Christian McCaffrey's first game anymore, and Jimmy Garoppolo's not the quarterback. I think Brock Purdy takes the Niners to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to stand on that right now because Tom Brady is out of the playoffs. Thanks to you all. We'll talk about that next week. We'll talk about that next week. I know, Nick. I know. Um, We'll be talking about how your team, you know, just couldn't cut the mustard against the Giants. But we'll get into that later. But as of right now, I'm going to finish up my, my my statements here. The 49ers will beat the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm not even going to give you a score. Uh, I don't know what the score is going to be. I'm not going to predict it. But you have to deal with Debo Samuel. You have to deal with George Kittle. You have to deal with Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Brandon Ayuk. Should I keep going? You're not as physical as the 49ers. Our whole identity is based off physicality, offense and defense, and the Cowboys can't match it. We're not the Buccaneers, and we're going to show you we're not the Buccaneers. It's over with for you, Wayne. And next week, we will be in the NFC Championship game hosting the New York Giants. We'll get into that a little bit later. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's going to be I, – I know, Nick, I know. I'm sorry, man. But this is just my gut feeling. In 2011, it was the Giants at the 49ers, and they beat us at home in a mudslide monsoon thanks to number 10 Kyle Williams who fumbled twice on punt returns. And the Giants won and went on to win the Super Bowl. That was 11 years ago. The Cowboys, the 49ers, have won 11 straight. 
um, 13, the number 13 of Brock Purdy, it will be his 13th. It will be the 49ers' 13th straight game when we win the NFC Championship. And um, the Cal- the 49ers and the, and the Giants are going to do it again 11 years later in the 2022 season. And that's how it's going to go down. Saquon gets paid big money because he, him and Danny Dimes will have two, not one, but two upset victories in the playoffs. And that'll get them over the hump. And Brian Day will be coach of the year. But the Niners are going to ride off into the sunset. Well, we're going to make a stop at Arizona. We're going to finish that pit stop and beat the Chiefs. And we're going to get them back. I just called the rest of the postseason right there, baby. 49ers win. And I'm not going to call a beat down because I know they're going to keep this game close. Anytime you think it's going to be a beat down and everybody changes the channel, they do whatever they have to do to get the ratings back up. So that's the way it goes. This game ain't real. Even if the Niners lose, this game ain't real. But if they just let them play football and they let this thing, and if this thing really is real, hypothetically speaking, let's say it is. The Cowboys don't have a chance against my Niners, man, and I'm not being biased. The Cowboys just are still the Cowboys. And Dak Prescott, Dak will hold the Cowboys back. You will not run the ball enough. You cannot match our physicality, and he will throw picks. Now, it'll look close for a minute, but one thing about the Niners, as you saw Saturday against the Seahawks, we can just turn it up to another level just like that. One minute is 17-17, the next minute is 41-17. That's what happens when they say, all right, guys, let's go. All right? So I'm telling you right now, go ahead and go to Madden. If you, whatever you got to do, simulate it, see how it's going to work. You can pre watch the game first on Madden. They, Madden never lies. EA Sports never lies. I guarantee you the Cowboys won't beat the Niners on Madden, and they won't beat them on Sunday. I got the Niners, and we'll move on into the rest game. Dwayne, I'm glad that you came to the show. If you've got anything else to say before we let you go, please do. I know you have a lot of, you know, things to say about what I just said, but I let you have it, and then I had it, I took it, and I run with it. What you got to say about that, bro? Let me go ahead and say, hey, love every one of you guys, man. I always catch a good opportunity to, to hear you guys out on the Apple Music. Um, I'm an avid iPhone guy. Shame on you, Terrence. Get an iPhone. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Cowboys are, the Cowboys are three people before I get an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. That's a good hey, one. Uh, <laughs> I love you, know, you know this never. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love every opportunity I can get the, the poking pride at you guys. I was telling Terrence the other day, like, I posted a status right after the win. It's like, I'm at the great debate address. I'm looking in the window. I'm poking on the door. There's no one there to answer me. I tagged you guys in some random, ridiculous uh, status I had made. Love every opportunity to poke you guys and push you guys' buttons. Uh, I'm sorry. We missed we that, man. We will get this oh, win <laughs> Sunday. Hey, if it was uh, about the game, we're old men now. We go to bed. Uh, I see that. You especially. Speak for yourself. We're going to get this win Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on. We're going to get our rematch against Philly with both starting quarterbacks there. There'll be no Gardner Minshew. There'll be no Cooper Rush. We're going to mm. get this done. After we do that, it's on to the Super Bowl. Cowboys and Bills, Super Bowl, and we'll witness the fifth fall of Buffalo. I said it here first, ladies and gentlemen, for those who's listening. Hmm. This year, we will witness the fifth fall of Buffalo. Hmm. Interesting. I hear you, man. All, All jokes aside, though, seriously, good luck to you on Sunday. May the best team win. And, uh, hey, let's get it on. 
Thank you for All coming. Right. Thank you for coming Rest down, Wayne. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. And we know you got, we know you on that road and you busy, man. So we're going we're gonna to let you sign off and we're going to go ahead and crack into the rest of these games. And um, yeah, it's been good, man. Thank you, man. Oh, thank you, guys. For sure. No doubt. Now, make, make sure you show up next week. Hey, hey, I'll be here. Okay. I'll I'll, 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 I'll sure be here, baby. Don't, and don't, now. Knocking on your windows and poking on your doors. <laughs> right, right. My windows is always up, and I took the threshold off my door here. Walk right in, baby. I'm here. Okay. Now, can I get two claps and a Ric Flair? Two claps and a Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> All right, man. Good, good talking to you again, man. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was a, that was a cowboy fan that that we had to bring back to have a little fun with it. You know, I had to poke poke at the bear a little bit we had some fun that was good stuff all right so we're gonna get into the rest of the games terrence is the only one out of this group here on the great debate show that has the cowboys so he has a chance to of course be the only one right he he took a page out of my book this time uh and and we'll see we'll see how it goes uh it definitely could happen it definitely could what terrence was talking about with purdy having that hiccup it definitely could happen he had a few hiccups on saturday they just didn't catch those interceptions Purdy is it? He he's, he has a high motor and he just keeps going and going and going. Sometimes he doesn't know when to stop, but that's just something we have to deal with because he makes plays though. And Brandon, I you dropped a touchdown and would have made Sports Center top ten. I mean, oh absolutely, man. Beautiful play by uh by Purdy. It was, it was, and that's just the type of things that I just don't think the Cowboys can handle. I just, I just don't. We'll see. But uh, Kyle Shanahan had about seven days. Uh, well, no, they didn't play until Monday night, but he had seven, six days to prepare for Dallas. And then Dallas, of course, on a short week, they don't have as much time to prepare for us. That's not a good thing either, but we will see. Now let's move on to the game that's going on before uh, the big game on Sunday evening between the 49ers and the Cowboys. We got the Bills and Bengals. I told you all that we would get that rematch from the game that we didn't see on a Monday night a few weeks ago, and we all know why, DeMar Hamlin, how he went down and all of that stuff. Uh, we know about it, but he's good now. He's well. That's such a blessing. And um, the, here we go, though. The Bills and Bengals, we get to see it in Buffalo. This game probably would have been in Cincinnati had they played that game that night, but that's neither here nor there. Bengals, Bills. Let's start with Nick. Who do you got on this game? And then, Terrence, you can come in immediately after that. Uh, tell us who okay. wins and why. Ooh. This is probably the hardest game for me to pick this weekend, for sure. It is I think it's probably true for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, the, the only spread that really would disagree with that would be the 49ers spread over the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've actually got Buffalo as a five-and-a-half-point favorite in this game, which I find – ridiculous a little bit. Um, I, I'm taking the Bengals to win it. Uh, I was taking the Bengals to win the game a couple of weeks ago when I was the, uh, the unfortunate DeMar Hamlin situation. But uh, I'm, and I'm, I'm taking them again this week. I understand they're missing a couple of offensive linemen. Uh, but, you know, the Bills, for, you know, I was for a while now, but they've been missing Von Miller. And, we, you know, when you don't have that, that dynamic of a pass rusher uh, on the outside, you know, the, the impact that the, that the Bengals lose in those two off of the lineman is blessing uh, to an extent. So, uh, and quite frankly, I've, I've got more faith in Joe Burrow than I do in Josh Allen. It's not because Josh Allen is great, um, but Joe Burrow has shown to be something different. And uh, and so I'm, I'm riding with that guy. I'm going Bengals. Inter
Uh, and I do think that, the, and I and I spoke about this earlier in the season also, the Bills' lack of toughness, in my opinion, could cost them at some point, and it could be this game. However, I just think that with everything that's going on, uh, I don't see how the Bengals, I, mean, I don't see how the Bills don't represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. It's just been too much. And, and this has nothing to do with football, by the way, and I, and I probably shouldn't even be <laughs> going this route with, with the way I pick games. However, I just don't see how the Bills' season doesn't end uh, with them holding the trophy up. It just wouldn't seem right. And I feel like a, a lot of times in those types of situations, that's typically who wins the doggone thing. It would definitely so be the I, first. I, what were you saying, Jarvis? I said it would definitely be their first. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just – and I, I hate, you know, how cliche those storylines are going to be, uh, but I can't bet against those because they're just easy and they write themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to roll with the Bills, who, by the way, are a very excellent team, by the way. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm picking them solely because of uh, because of the things that are, have happened to them. But <laughs> I am picking them because of the things that are happening. <laughs> Maybe not solely because of that. Not solely because of it, but definitely because of it. And it just seems like it has to end with a Lombardi trophy. It just seems like it has to end on a parade. But all the cameras in the world, this would be the first time where all the cameras in the world wouldn't go to the doggone big white quarterback. It would go to the, you know, the the survivor. And thank goodness he did survive, by the way. Yeah. But I just I just feel like, it's more about that now than it is about anything else. Mm-hmm. All right. I understand. So I'm, rolling the, I'm, rolling, I'm rolling with the Bills. Makes and, a lot I, of sense. and I want to say this. I want to say this, too. Wayne was right. I think it will be Bills and Cowboys. Just imagine the stories behind it. Then it will be 1992 all over again. It will be 1992 all over again, except this time the Bills win. Ooh. ooh. Well, I'm sure Wayne is not going to agree with that part, but, hey. Look, I I really did go back and forth with the Cowboys versus Bills last year, but I was told from some of the good people in the Gematria community that it would be the Chiefs, Cowboys, and Indians, and neither one of them made it to the damn Super Bowl. The Cowboys went home first playoff game in the wild card, and then the Chiefs lost the AFC Championship to the Bengals. So what if I was a year ahead, just a year too soon with my prediction? Who knows? I'm going to claim that if it happens. But I'm not claiming it right now, though, because I just don't think the Cowboys beat the Niners. I could be wrong. But because it's a third-string quarterback is the very reason why you guys, you and Wayne Terrence, could be right about that. And, again, I will come and I will have my humble pie. I'm not talking noise. I'm not saying it's going to be a beatdown. I know how this game goes. It's going to be interesting for a while. But, again, I think the Niners win that. But I think this bills Bengal game, I think that this – the way the Bengals looked last week against the Ravens, and we'll get into the Ravens and Lamar Jackson in a minute, mm-hmm. Terrence, but the way the Bengals won, barely won against a Ravens team minus Lamar Jackson, I think what happened, they plant these seeds for you, and I think that the way that game ended is the exact same reason why the Cowboys did what they did on Monday night to the Buccaneers because everybody's going to be on this high about the Cowboys looking good. Oh, man, we want a playoff game, a road playoff game at that we're taking the plus. We got the Cowboys. And then the Bengals, barely getting by the Ravens. Who's going to pick them on their parlay? This is for the gambling purposes. A lot of people may throw their all their chips in on Buffalo because of the way the Bengals barely got out of that game against Baltimore. 
I think you know basically the same thing happened to the Bills, right? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, with Miami. You're right. You're right. Miami did. Yeah, they, they got out of that one by three against Kyle Thompson. You're right. Okay, so maybe that's not a good point then. I, I, I forgot about how Miami did make that a game. Skylar Thompson took it down to the last play of the game. So, anyway, forget that then. I think that the, the whole DeMar Hamlin story, I think that story is already ended, in my opinion, because he's good, mm-hmm. he's alive, he's well. He's tweeting, he's posting, he's he's on IG, he's he's there, he's watching the game with his people, he's been in the locker room with him. He hadn't he hadn't made it to the game yet. He may be there this Sunday for the for the Buffalo Bills Bengal game. I don't know. But I'm with Nick here, man. I think the Bengals win this game. I think you all know how fond I am of Joe Burrow. I've been saying this for a couple seasons now, that uh he would have this this Joe Montana type career. It may not be Montana, though. It may be um, I don't know what quarterback has went to a bunch of Super Bowls and lost them all. I don't know. But he is very – he's going to be very successful in his career. He already went to a Super Bowl the first year that he actually started the full season, and that was just his second season in the league. Now in year three, I think they get past Buffalo. Without Von Miller, I've said this before also, as Nick said, they're just not – they don't scare you on defense. It's not bad, but it's not good. And – um Without that pass rush and the fact that they just refuse to run the ball enough and stay balanced, I just don't think that's going to work. The Bengals, they have this they have this, this scheme sometimes where they just drop eight and they rush three. And they get there with that three. Or they do enough to fluster the quarterback. And as good as Josh Allen is, sometimes that can be his uh, – it can be a gift and a curse. As good as he is – my only knock to Josh Allen, or I wouldn't say to Josh Allen, I would say the media. When Dak Prescott, Jimmy Garoppolo, or any other quarterback gets to throwing these picks and they, they you just can't explain what they're seeing and what, why they're making these bad decisions, they let Josh Allen kind of get away with it. I think Dan Orlowski mm-hmm. is the only person that I've heard really in mainstream media on ESPN or any other network really just kind of get on him for what he's doing. He does make mistakes, and he will throw you one every now and then because sometimes he presses a little too hard. He believes in his arm strength a little too much. He dives. He jumps. He 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 he, he does everything but slide, and you know that's dangerous. And I think that uh, that could hurt him in this game against the Bengals. The Bengals are no joke. The Bengals are on a nine-game winning streak. Besides the Niners, if it wasn't for the Niners' eleven-game winning streak, they'd be the hottest team right now in the league. And regardless of how they won last week, I think they still get this win. I got the Bengals, and I think we see another Chiefs-Bengals AFC championship. I just think they're going to dupe us into thinking that the Bengals are going to beat the Chiefs for a fourth straight time, and then they probably won't once you put all your money on the Bengals to win. And we'll see the Chiefs once again in the Super Bowl. I know I was disrespectful about the Chiefs uh, earlier this year. Maybe that was something that I kind of wanted to see also. Uh, but I, I, I kind of got carried away with the Chiefs. I guess I was just still kind of high and buzzing off of what I said about the Rams. But, hey, one out of two isn't bad because I got the Rams right for sure. Um, regardless of how I got it right, I got it right. I, I, I think the Bengals win this game and they move on to the AFC Championship for a second straight year. Uh, now, let's move on to uh, the Saturday night game. But, well, before we get into the Saturday night game, Terrence, Let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals beating the Ravens and how they beat them. I know you probably want to briefly talk about what happened on that play where they probably could have put the Bengals away and they didn't. But that play 
actually ended up being the deciding factor in in who yeah. won that game. What's going on with the Ravens? Lamar Jackson didn't even fly with the team. He has this IG story that he posted, and we know what he's hinting at. What are the Ravens going to do with Lamar Jackson? I said this before earlier in the year, T. Lamar shouldn't play. I said it in September. Don't do it. I said it in August. Don't do it. He did it, and he has a PCL injury. And the thing about the PCL is it can kind of be worse than the ACL. That's what doctors are saying. But it seems like the Ravens organization thinks that he could have played. There's a lot of stuff going on. Could you tell us what's going on and what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson in the future of 2023? Well, first and foremost about the game, uh, that's a, just another situation of people that, that think they're smart don't understand that sometimes the, being smart means doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, they tried to get, get um, sneaky and tried to call a sneaky, very quick quarterback sneak when all they had to do was turn around and hand the ball off. That's it. Hey, in this situation, you are undermanned. You have to make Cincinnati go beat you. If you don't, if you don't get the touchdown there by turning around and handing it off, you make them go drive the length of the field and go get a field goal to tie it up or get a, or get a touchdown to beat you. It's that simple. You don't. You don't have to be. Overly creative, it ain't it ain't it ain't rocket science, man. You turn around and hand it off. You can just look in through our history and teams that should turn around and hand it off when they don't. We know what happens. You know, we 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 know what happened in the Seattle in the Seattle uh Super Bowl where they should have just turned around and handed handed out to Marshawn uh two more times and because I think it was second down during that play and and they try to throw a pass. I mean, we know what happened. Same situation. Turn around and hand that, th- that thing off. You got a running back that's averaging five yards a carry. There's no reason to not turn around and give it to him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. to me, that's, and, to and, me and, that, and, that, that, that part to me is simple. And yet still, John uh, Harbaugh is your head coach. Yeah, hold on one second. Hmm. And that's just something that I had to throw out there because I've been talking about John Harbaugh for quite some time now. I don't, I don't disrespect him or say bad things about him. I just wonder, what does he do? You know, uh, besides get the team ready to play, I mean, what is yeah, it? The fact yeah. that you still well, okay, have Greg well, okay, Roman well, as an OC. Will, what I will say about Harbaugh is, I don't think he has any particular expertise, and I think that's what you're referring to as far as offense or defense. But he has won like eight, nine role games as a head coach. And I think there's more than anybody. So I'm gonna come from slack as far as getting players ready because that's part of coaching too. Mm-hmm. However, uh, sometimes in situations like this. It's almost like he's just gone mad, you know. It's almost like he has just lost his mind in in in, in situations like that. That could that that right there define that that define the game. Hmm. Well, the you fact, know, the, and it's just the, the it, fact that he, he still has Greg Roman he, as his OC. That 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 baffles me also. See, I don't think Greg Roman should be anybody's full time offensive coordinator. Hmm. I think that he should definitely implement someone's run game because those runs that he calls. And he had Cincinnati just crossed up all kinds of ways. Um, and honestly, had Lamar been there, yeah, they were. I think they, I think they would have won pretty easily had Lamar been there. I, he wasn't I, there. I agree so, with that. So let's talk about there. Lamar. Mm-hmm. Now you, you're asking me what's he going to do in the off season? Yes, and let's talk about honestly, as, what he meant. Yeah, as time as time goes on, it's looking more, more like Lamar is going to be wearing a, wearing a different uniform next year. Yeah, I'll say. As time goes on, and that as a Ravens fan, that hurts me uh, because nobody else took a chance on him. We did. 
no other fan base. Everybody else is all he can't throw, yada, yada, yada. And we, you know, watched him win an MVP. He has got a generational talent. And it, it's hard to draft those types of people and then just let them go. Uh, they would they would tag them and get something for them, I'm sure. You know, I don't know. Somebody mentioned they maybe they'll trade them for Justin Fields in the first pick or something like that, which is crazy. But <laughs> wow. who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, who knows? But I just I just think that um, you know they should have done better about taking care of him before the season started. And you're right. He should not have suited up until he was taken care of. Yep. It's just that simple. It's, I'm, it's, not, it's, I'm, not, I'm not faulting him for it, but I just think that he should have set out or been prepared to sit out. I don't I don't I do not believe that if he threatened to sit out, that they would not have at least they would not have taken care of him. He didn't even have to miss a game. Mm-hmm. And he just threatened to sit out. But but what what he was trying to do, and I commend him for it, he was trying to be the diplomat. He was trying to do do things the right way. And that cost him. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play a it quick co- game. It, cost, it won't cost him any money, but it'll, it'll cost him, uh, you know, his tenure with the Ravens, possibly. Let's play a quick game real quick, Terrence, and we're going to move on, I promise. Uh, let, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Lamar Jackson, and you're going to be yeah. the general manager of the Baltimore Ravens, okay? I just walked into your office, and I'm asking for $230 million guaranteed. What's your response to that? I give it to him. All right. There you have it. And the Ravens, have, have the Ravens done that yet? No, I guarantee they offered him. There you allegedly, go. they offered him two thirty, and I think like one thirty of it was guaranteed. Yep, there you uh, go. But, but that ain't enough. That's, it's, that's, that's not. It's, that's, it's not. Not what we're gonna do here. Nope. So what you're saying is basically your team has dropped the ball, and I think you said that before in so many words. But yeah, they dropped the ball in so many different ways. And this is the reason why I think this is also the end for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Uh, he'll look good in green as a jet. He'll look good in uh, in Miami, in South Beach. He's from Florida, uh, I believe. So, I just want to say this, and we're going to move on. Uh, Lamar Jackson, um, th- from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing, and, and, and I disagree with Dominic Foxworth completely, but I heard him earlier today say on ESPN's Get Up that the Ravens are not wanting to pay or give Lamar Jackson this type of contract because – there are the other 31 owners are already still livid at the Cleveland Browns owner for giving Deshaun Watson his contract fully guaranteed as high as it was. And he doesn't want the owner of the Ravens do not want the other 30 owners to come down on him and be mad at him. Is that what we're talking about here? No, if that ha- if that's it, that is bull and that is baloney and you shouldn't listen to them. You, It's a domino effect. You should be doing the exact same thing that the Cleveland Browns did, whether they were desperate or not. You should be desperate because you can't win a football game without him. You can't. You damn sure can't win a playoff game without him. And whoever well, called that play, it was utterly ridiculous. And, um, you know, but again, this is why I say, like, this has to be fake. This has to be a script. It has to be staged because who would do that? I know they shouldn't have done that. Nick knows they shouldn't have done that. Terrence, you just said they shouldn't have done that. Do we not think for one second the Ravens didn't know they shouldn't have done that? It's BS, man. Baltimore, it, it terrible. Just just terrible. We're going to move on, but that's terrible. I, I'm, I'm very disappointed in them and the, that front office. And, um... Ozzy, what what was it? Ozzy, Ozzy Newsom. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I wanted to say something on, on Lamar. I, I know he. I know. I, I know you wish he was still around right now. Go ahead, Nick. Absolutely. 
So I actually slightly disagree. Well, not necessarily with Terrence, but I know uh, Jarvis was kind of saying before before the show about how you, I think I maybe heard you say it during this thing, but how you know you felt like you were vindicated and right about Lamar having you know really should should have set out. Mm-hmm. I slightly disagree, just from the standpoint that up until the time he was injured, every game they had played in, they had a fourth quarter lead, and they were at the top of the division. And then as soon as he goes out, they essentially didn't win another game for the rest of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So they went two and uh, two and three, I think, with that. Oh, was it okay? I thought it was worse than that. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, if that doesn't, you know, further showcase value, I'm not sure what does. Particularly when you know the whispers were, you know, for some. I think I think I may even heard Terrence say this that you know they may look to trade Lamar and you know move in um, one of the Tyler Huntley or one of the other backups. Um, you know, so, you know, for your season essentially go down the drain and, and to get in a playoff game where it, it seemed pretty obvious to most anybody with half a football brain that, hey, if this game was going to be this close, Lamar Jackson absolutely could have been the difference. Um, I think it further illustrates his value and so then puts the Ravens really in the bind to say, okay, hey, are we going to cave to peer pressure, which the fact the idea that you would, you know, base whether or not you're going to make $250 million decisions on peer pressure is wild to me. But are they going to cave to that, supposedly, from the other owners? Or are they going to say, hey, this guy needs to be the face of our franchise. He's the best player on our team. Arguably, one, you know, arguably the best player in the league and certainly one of them. Um, so I'm curious to see what the Ravens will do. And I'm curious to see how Lamar, what Lamar's attitude will be going into, you know, what I assume are upcoming negotiations. Okay, well, Nick, my counter to what you said earlier in your statements about what Lamar did for the team and how the team kind of – you know, they kind of, you know, they just kind of start to look bad and lose games without them. Um, we saw that in 2021. I talked about this in August, way back in August, on why he shouldn't have played because he missed the last four or five games of last season and they missed the playoffs because of it. That was enough right there to show how value, how valuable you are to your team. That was enough. And that's why I said, don't do it. Don't show up. I stand on that. He shouldn't have done it. All he did was do a repeat of this of last season, and he still ain't got his money. Dum da dum dum dum. He did he did a repeat, but now that you've seen it twice, you really can't deny it. I didn't have to see you it know? twice. The Ravens shouldn't have had to see it twice. All you but, need is but once. Apparently, but apparently, they did have to see it twice. Yeah, I agree. You, and you me, yeah, Harris, and and ninety nine other million other people in this country. Yeah. Didn't have to see it twice. We saw we we saw it before last year. If we went being perfectly honest about it, yeah, and we won the MVP. And but the Ravens apparently to see it at least at least twice. So we'll see how they handle it going forward. Now, well, the fact that they needed to see it twice is the reason why Lamar Jackson wants out, as he should, and he should get on down and. Look, but these players, y'all got to stop signing these. Y'all got to stop agreeing to these damn CBAs because. You're going to get tagged, and I know you don't want that, but you put that on yourself too because you all say things like, I got a family to feed. I got people, I got people, you know what I'm saying, that I provide for, people depending on me, blah, blah, blah. Well, now guess what? You want to go to Florida or you want to go to the Big Apple or wherever you want to go play football at, you can't because they got you handcuffed, you know, to, 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 to some jail bars, and you can't go anywhere until they decide to let you go. And he yeah. brought that on himself. They got to stop agreeing to these CBAs and get that tax crap out of there. And, again, the fact that the Ravens needed to see him do that twice is enough reason for me to want to get the hell on down. 
I hope I hope Lamar Jackson, and I don't mean any harm, Terrence. I know you want to uh, see him stay, and I know you, you know, they're a good team with him, and they're not going to be too good probably without him. But I hope it goes If I remember correctly, Terrence's allegiance is leaving with Lamar. Isn't is that what you said? That, that very well could be the case. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. I mean, that, that I wouldn't blame him. How do you keep? How do you? How do you remain in that fan base when you do a man like that? And, and, they are making it very difficult. And the IG post said it all. Uh, Nick, could you read that to us before we move on real quick? What he said on that post, yeah. if you could uh, find that for me real quick, because it says it all. And I agree with him 100%. Yeah, let me see if I can find it real quick. One other thing i say as well, Lamar Jackson in Miami would be disgusting. It would, man. It would. Oh, my God, it would. Mm-mm-mm. I've that, always that, dreamed that of him playing in an disgusting. offense like that. Like, what would he do if he actually got to play in a Kyle Shanahan's offense? And Mike McDaniel – Man, he can dial it up, man. He just got to learn how to be more balanced. He has to run the ball more, and he just didn't do that enough. I thought when they done it, they won games. I thought when he got away from it, they lost games. But Lamar Jackson in Miami, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That would be dangerous. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just so much speed. I mean, they would, yeah, he could just run, revert, you know, jet sweeps and reverses and double reverses just all game. And he's, he's running back and forth figuring out which direction the ball went. Yeah. But the only problem to that is if Baltimore were to trade him, you know they're going to try to get him out of the conference completely. And I, I just can't think of an NFC team right now off the bat. Uh, I'm just thinking Dolphins, Jets, um, maybe even Texans, even though I know he probably wouldn't want that, but they wouldn't give a damn. That's the only team I think they would probably trade him to in the AFC. I mean, uh, yeah, in the AFC. But NFC, I can't think of a team right now. Uh, the Ravens, I mean the Titans. I don't think the Ravens would do it, but Derrick Henry and Lamar Jackson in the same backfield, that could be that could be pretty dangerous also. The Titans hired a new general manager to replace John Robinson, and he comes from San Francisco. Uh, Ron Carthay, or Carthy, he's their new GM. He's a 49er, now in Nashville. I, I, I just want to salute him and say good luck. I hope uh, he has a good tenure uh, with the Tennessee Titans because that's a 49er there. And uh, and Trey Lance, while while Nick is looking that up, that IG post from Lamar Jackson, Trey Lance, Trey Lance said something about the 49er. Uh, he was the former VP of personnel or something like that. Now he's the general manager of the Titans. Trey Lance posted something on his IG with his fingers crossed. So I guess I guess he sees that Purdy is going to be the man and he's going to be out. And I guess he's trying to go join him in Nashville. Who knows? Tannehill's not coming back more than likely. Malik Willis is not ready. Nobody really knows who Trey is either, but I, I believe in Trey. And evidently, uh, I, I think he knows something that we don't uh, by that by that post that he did earlier in the day. Nick, go ahead and read that for me. This is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, so Lamar Jackson's post, it says, when you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances on losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it because when you take care of something good, that good thing takes care of you too. Hmm. And that is so exactly really what should have happened. And it didn't. That sounds more like a warning than a declaration of separation. Mm-hmm. Nick. That I, sounds I, more like, hey, y'all need to get y'all stuff together. Because if, if you don't, then I'm going to tell you I want out of here. Nick, but y'all have an opportunity mm-hmm. to get y'all stuff together. That's what it sounds like today. After the Super Bowl, the day after the Super Bowl, the new story will be 
Breaking news, Lamar Jackson wants to be traded. He requests a trade. It, 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 whether it happens or not, that'll be the storyline. He's going to ask for it. I'm not saying they're not going to patch it up by, by May or June, but he's going to have the draft hot, free agency hot, all of that stuff. Those stories are just going to roll through the offseason. It's a long offseason, so they have to give us something, and it's coming. And actually, what it further even says, I think, is actually a, a shot back at them not getting it done in the first place because he's saying, you know, you have something good you don't play with, you don't take care of losing. So, in other words, had you taken care – and then the last thing he said, when you take care of something good, that good thing takes care of you too. Had you taken care of me, the something good – I would have taken care of y'all, and maybe y'all would have seen me in the playoffs. Yep. You messed up, Baltimore. You messed up. They did mess up. All right, so quickly, because we're going to save Nick's game for last, quickly, Jags, Chiefs, Terrence, go ahead. Chiefs, I'm I'm not thinking too much about it. Good run, Jacksonville. (laughs) Uh, But I think think that's it. I agree. Same. Nick. Chiefs, I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes if you ain't beat him already. Right, right. Yep, so that was quick. Uh, we will come back and talk about this one, boy. If that definitely, if that you know, if the Jaguars pull that off, but yeah, I just right. I knew we weren't going to be long on it, so that's why I wanted to get it out of the way. We all got the Chiefs, and we all were right about the Giants beating the Vikings. Just want to say that too. We nailed it before Stephen A. or anybody else said they liked the Giants' chances. We said it first here at the Great Debate Show, and I know a lot of people. A few people text me. You really think the G men got a chance, bro? Yes, I do, and they did it. Uh, now, speaking of the G-Men, they upset the Vikings, and now they go to Philly, and we're going to see, and we've seen a lot of this this year, teams playing each other, division teams playing each other for a third time. I've been one on this yep. show to say many times, it's very hard, and it's been a long time since a team has beaten the same team three times in one season. If we had done that last year, we'd be Super Bowl champions, but we did not. So I was a little worried about the Seattle game, just a little bit. But we took care of business. It wasn't looking good, but we took care of business. We did beat the Seahawks three times in one year, and I'm sure Nick thinks that the Eagles are going to do it as well. Nick, Eagles, Giants, you got your bye week. You got your number one seed. You got a little rest. Jalen Hurts, maybe the shoulder's feeling better. Who knows? But the G-Men are red hot. Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley took a week off. And that week off that they took in week 18, they did, their backups did play your Eagles pretty good. Now they come back, they go to Minnesota, and they, what a game. I know the Vikings and the Eagles are two different defenses, but he looked good. Sterling Shepard looked good. Hodgkins looked good. I think I said that right. I hope I did. And uh, here we go. G-Men, Eagles in Philly, starting with the Eagle fan. Nick, who you got? Is if we already don't know, but tell us why. So first off, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, diffuse uh, a, a little myth here that uh, you put out here a couple times, Jarvis, and that is about how hard it actually is to beat a team three times in a single season. Mm-hmm. Looking at an article right now by a young man named Chase Stewart, uh, he wrote it January 11, 2021. It says it's hard to beat a good team. Three times in a season, they say. Since the 1970 NFL merger, there have been 21 instances where a team swept a team in the regular season and then had a third battle in the playoffs. Jarvis, would you like to take a guess at what the record is for the sweeping team versus the team that, that would get the single win? Uh, whew. I would say... 20, 20, 21 of these games had, had happened up until January 11, 2021. 
20, 20 okay so that doesn't count the Niners and the Rams then uh that was before they played uh okay so whew, I know the Titans did it in 99 I know uh man you know what I'm gonna say out of 21 games I'm gonna say it happened like maybe three times the, the, the sweeping team won three out of – so they went three and 18? Yeah. Terrence, what would you say? Man, listen, y'all know I don't do numbers. Go ahead and tell <laughs> <laughs> The sweeping team has gone 14 and 7 in these games. 14 no, and 7? That would seem to suggest – say what? 14 and 7? 14 and 7. Wow. Okay. Did not know that. But, well, that uh, but look, well, well, I didn't say it. I didn't, actually, okay, okay. I didn't say what? it. I didn't say it never happened. I just said it doesn't happen often or it's been a long time since I've seen it happen. Now, maybe I was wrong, but I, go ahead. Mm-hmm. They, they, they've known 14 and 7. Um, so apparently it's not all that uncommon of a thing when those situations come up. That's number one. Okay. Number two, the Giants are a great story. They've, they've had a great season. Brian Dable is my vote for coach of the year, hands down. Mm-hmm. I know we've had a lot of different candidates we bounced around, but Brian Dable at this point for me is the guy. And obviously the regular season's over, so that's not changing. Brian Dable, coach of the year, in my opinion. They had a great season, including a single playoff win against uh, and an upset against the Vikings. Because they're going to lose on Saturday. What are we playing, Saturday? Mm-hmm. They're going to lose on Saturday. Yeah. With better teams, we're, we're – Arguably, you know, very just as well, nearly just as well coached, if not just as well coached. We obviously have more talent on both sides of the ball. Uh, they've got, what, two star players essentially and, and a rising star for sure in Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, he certainly come on, on, the, on the, in the back half of the season, but uh, that's not going to be enough. Uh, and, and I really am actually glad that we got the Giants for this game just because I think it'll be enough to knock off the rush and hopefully we can keep everybody healthy to get ready for the 49ers next week so we can go win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think you have to beat the AFC team first to do that, but okay. Right, I, I, right <laughs> so, we can, so we can then go and win the Super Bowl okay. after, oh, okay. after beating oh, okay. the 49ers. Okay, got you. Okay, T, what you got? All right, um, good question. The last time, not the last time, but that first Giants Super Bowl, um, all right, let me let me let me ask this a different way. Do we know what happened the last time the Giants played the number one seed on the last week of the regular season? That was it. Was that when they played the? Uh, that was the when Patriots they played. That was when they played the Patriots on the last week of the regular season. Oh, uh, seven. And everybody looked at that game like it was just. We were too concerned about Brady and Ramos breaking their records. Mm-hmm. We weren't worried about the the Giants uh, taking notes on 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 how they should be playing the Patriots. Mm-hmm. But what happened was they meet up again in the Super Bowl, and the Giants legitimately had the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying they have the blueprint now, but I, you know, we we hear on this show like to always kind of look at when history has a chance to repeat itself, and uh, the the Eagles being the number one seed, having to play those Giants, who are also the, aren't they the last? They weren't the last seed in. I think uh, Detroit. No, they're would have been the last. I mean, uh, Seattle would have been the last seed in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but them also being a wild card team, like they were that year. Playing the number one seed after they played them in the last season, last game of the regular season, 
could mean something. Now, I, I, I in this situation, I just wanted to point it out. I just think it's going to be a tough game for Philly. I don't think it'll be a blowout because one is a division game. We just saw them in the regular season, kind of played them pretty tough with, with all backups in. Um, so I, I do believe that uh, the Giants will make a game out of it. But I'm still rolling with the Eagles because I, I just believe that we are destined to see the Eagles versus the Cowboys again with both teams having a starting quarterback, which neither one did during the regular season. All right. I, 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 I like it, though. And, you know, Terrence, you very well could be right. I know you didn't say that that's what's going to happen. And you're still taking Philly. But it could very well happen the way you see Yeah, yeah. I just want to, I just want to throw it out there because these storylines, they're going to be out there. And yeah. don't be surprised. And people are going to be like, they did do that. You know? No, yeah. you heard it here first. If you just download and subscribe. That's the real reason why I'm mentioning all of that. But Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just want to just throw it out there, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll I, I, I take the Eagles Cowboys NFC Championship game, but if you ask me to pick it, I'm taking the 49ers. Yeah. To, to play what drivers? Who who would you rather see? Who would I rather see? Uh, I'm not Jarvis, but uh, I, not Jarvis Nick. Who would who would oh. your Eagles? Let's just say the Eagles just zoom on past the Giants. Mm-hmm. Would you rather would you rather your Eagles play the Cowboys or the 49ers? At this point, honestly, I don't care. I think oh. I think oh. I think with us getting everybody back healthy. And getting the game against the Giants to knock the rust off, I don't see anybody that's going to be the, in the league left of the playoffs. I don't see nobody. We we go out and have our business against the Giants, knock that rust off, you get everybody out of there mostly healthy. Um, I, was talking, you know, I think Jalen Hurts is completely off the injury report. Lane Johnson's been practicing. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson's back. Uh, Josh Sweat's been practicing. So it looks like we, we're going to be fully loaded. And if that's the case, I don't see nobody beating us. Another little piece of history for you. What happened the last time the Eagles were the number one seed through 13, 14 weeks and then lost their MVP caliber quarterback who then lost his, lost his chip at the MVP due to injury late in the season? What happened, what happened then? Did the Eagles go win the Super Bowl? Who, who was that? That's true. Who, who was that? Remember, that was, that, was, that was the year Carson Wentz should have been MVP. He got hurt in week, what, 14? And Tom Brady ends up winning it, and then Nick Foles comes in and takes over and takes the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, but it was a different quarterback though. This is still Jalen Hurts. He returned. It's still Jalen Hurts. That's true. There's that, one. There's some slight differences. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I got you. I got you, Nick. I'm sorry to break it to you, but this is not going to be the 2017 season. I'm sorry, it's not. And I know it sounds disrespectful for me to say that you guys will be one and done as good as you were this season, but I think that's the very reason why you will be one and done because. A lot of people have you to go to the Super Bowl or probably possibly win it. And before the Jalen Hurts injury, again, an injury that I still never saw the play that it occurred, where that injury occurred. I mean, maybe you did, Nick, but I, I didn't. So I'm going to go on the limb and say that Jalen Hurts is not even injured. But these are the seeds that they plant to show you, well, that's why they didn't win. Jalen Hurts wasn't 100%. Um, he looked bad. He didn't look that good in Week 18. And I don't think he's going to look that good in this divisional playoff round. I think that you will notice it. I think that because of the shoulder injury, I don't know if he will use his legs as much. He does know how to get down and stay out of pocket, you know, uh, I mean, stay out of harm's way. However, when you have a shoulder injury, you're not going to be the same in the pocket. He may stay in the pocket and get rid of the ball quicker. If he does scramble, 
He's going to be very, very careful on who hits him in that shoulder. You know, uh, there's going to be some things that you're going to see if he's really hurt that you wouldn't see when he was 100% healthy. And I think the Giants have a game plan. And I think that the Giants are going to come in Philly, come into Philly and knock them off. I think that it's not over with for the Giants story. I think they got one more in them. And I just think the Eagles are not the same Eagle team. They don't look the same defensively. I was worried over nothing when they got in Dominican Sue when they signed Linville, Joseph, and all these guys. They still struggle stopping the run. And Saquon Barkley is coming now. And um, I tell you right now, he ain't no chopped liver. Uh, Nick, you told me that earlier in the season, and I was being disrespectful about him. Well, I've already said, you know, that, hey, I never said that he wasn't a good player. I said that he is borderline bust because he can't stay healthy. He stayed healthy this year. Now he's in the postseason, and he has a postseason win. I think Danny Dimes is playing out of his mind right now, and your defense, it, it, it it's not flawless anymore. I see weaknesses, the run game especially, but the secondary is not as good as it was either. I see holes in that too, and I think Sterling Shepard, Hodgkins, and all those guys are going to find it. Brian Dable is going to outcoach Nick Sariana. I think that because Jalen Hurst is not 100%. Now, there will be plays that he will use his legs to keep drives alive and move the chains, but I got the Giants, man. I think when it comes down to it, Brian Dable will outcoach him. And again, I'm still stuck on how bad the Eagles looked against the Giants' backups. I can't get that out of my mind. They planted those seeds, and now it's start, they've watered it, and now it's going to grow on Saturday night. So a little bit of context from that, Larry, from that game. The Eagles went with a basically bare bones game plan. We, we like we we obviously knew that there was a chance that we would play the Giants, and so we didn't give them our, what we really what we really would run now. So just keep that in mind. Number one, number two, the Giants are in our division. I mean, we play them twice. So when we did play them early in the season, that was week fourteen. It looks like that game was forty eight to twenty two. Forty eight twenty two, and it wasn't really that close. They got they got twenty they got a twenty two with thirty nine seconds left in the game. He's scoring a, and, a and, pass and, from Tyrod Taylor. And usually when you beat a team that bad, it's, it's hard to do that again. And they proved that to be they proved me to be right on that the second time when they played when they beat them by six. And right now they're what seven and a half point favorites. They are seven and a half point favorites. Correct. I think the Giants win by four. I got I think the you just don't want to see the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Nick, I promise you, I promise you, I would love to come to Philly and tap that ass. I really would because we will beat the – I think we will beat the Eagles. I really do, man. I don't, I'm not afraid of the Eagles anymore. I was a little bit when Jalen Hurts was playing out his mind and I said, hey, man, I surrender. That boy can play. But you know what I'm starting to see now that the shoulder injuries, I'm not seeing the same type of offense. It looks like – He's not reading the defense as well when he has to just stay in the pocket. There's less RPOs. I'm not saying it's a system on the reason why he's looking good. He's got A.J. Brown. He's got it. He's got all the bells and whistles, and they just don't look the same. And not just him as a whole. The team doesn't look the same. Uh, how good are you running the ball these days? Miles Sanders was got off to a great start. I haven't seen that. I haven't really seen much of him either. I'm not afraid of the Eagles, man. I promise you. That's not it. I just always go. I know it's always going to be a one and done, and I don't think it'll be Kansas City. I could be wrong, but I I think 
Oh, that's Doug Peterson versus Andy Reid too. It just I just thought about that on mm-hmm. uh, that game. Uh, mm-hmm. You never know. But it's going to be a one and done, and I think it's going to be Philly. I've always thought that because they looked so damn good this year, and I just never thought that they were going to really go to a Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. So yeah, I'm. I got the. I, I don't. I got the Giants beating the Eagles. One because I've got my Niners going to the Super Bowl, and I don't think we're going to go to Philly because that's what everybody wants to see. Um, that's that's why that's just, it could be San Francisco and Philly. It could. But I and I definitely think we could beat you all. I think we will beat you if we play. I just don't think that's how it's going to happen. I think it's going to be the Giants at the 49ers. Now, if I'm wrong, it'll only be because no one no one will give the Giants a chance, and there's just not a lot of money to be made on that probably. But then again, I take that back. If the Giants beat the Eagles, surely somebody's going to bet on the Giants to beat the Niners because they just knocked off the number one team a week after beating the hottest offense probably in the league. Damn near, uh, they had been good all season long, you know, and 11-0 and at, uh, you know, winning these close one-score games. And that's another reason why I knew the Giants would beat the Vikings because that 11 was going to turn to 11-1, and and that's just too many ones, man, 1-1-1. One, one, one. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I could be wrong, but I stood on this, and I'm going to stand on it. Eagles one and done. I think that's what happens. That means they have to lose the first damn game, and I think they will. I'll take it back to 2008. The Giants and the Eagles. The Giants were a number one seed. This is Eli Manning, Plexico Burris, and company. And they host the Eagles, and this is Donovan McNabb, a veteran, a seasoned vet, and a young Deshaun Jackson, a young, I think maybe Macklin was there also. It was 08 or 09. Then again, no, maybe Deshaun Jackson wasn't there yet. I'm not sure. But the Eagles went in, in the uh, the Meadowlands and tapped that ass. They upset well, the Giants. Deshaun Jackson before Jimmy Macklin. I know that. Okay. Well, if it was 08, which I think it was, then Deshaun Jackson I don't think was drafted until the 09 season. I'm not sure. But either way, I digress. The Eagles came into there and they beat the Giants who were number one seed. I think it's going to be that again just in reverse. Now the Eagles are number one. Nobody gave – Nobody's giving the Giants a chance. I think they're going to get it done. Brian Dable will out-coach Nick Sariani. All right, so I guess that's it. We've got all the games. We've got we, – we broke it down. Every playoff game, we will see who's going to be upset on the next episode or disappointed, I should say. Will it be Nick? Will it, will it be me? Will, will it be me? I know who it won't will be. it be both of us? <laughs> right. It won't <laughs> Yeah, man, but you know what? And the good thing about your loss, though, Terrence, is that, hey, what, you, you, you didn't have your quarterback, you know? I mean, what can you say? You didn't have your quarterback. I understand. And it was close. You still could have won the game, but you didn't have it your quarterback. Still a game, it was still a game we should have won, man. And, again, I've told everybody, yes, you should have. Um, if my team loses, we lost. We're going to lose with a third-string quarterback. I, I have nothing to hang my head down for. I mean, I really wouldn't. I, I, I mean that as well. I've said this weeks ago. I am in the best situation out of all of us here on this podcast. Really, out of anybody in the league that has a team still playing in the playoffs. Out of all the fans, I am in the best position right now. If we lose, it was a third-string quarterback. We'll figure out what we're going to do with Trey or if we're going to bring in Tom Brady or whatever. That's where the story will go next. I'll be okay with it. Now, losing to the Cowboys, does it sting a little? Yeah, because we have to hear – Cowboy fans run their mouth. They will if they could lose to Philly or the Giants. They'd be insufferable. They would be. They would still say, "But we beat y'all Niners." I mean, they really can. I, I don't know. As delusional as they are, 
they can also be so content. They will really be very yeah. complacent and they will be okay with the fact that, okay, now nah, we didn't win, but we beat the Niners. Damn, okay, cool. But you didn't win the Super Bowl. You, you, you're you're going to come over here on the couch too just a week later. You're going to sit on the same couch that we're on. But that's how they are. So it is what it is. But uh, I, I really do think that um, I'm going to be the one laughing the loudest and last here on this show this year. I think this actually may be our season. Now, again, I know Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Patrick Mahomes, and Trevor Lawrence, all four quarterbacks remaining in the AFC are a handful to deal with, and um, it won't be easy against either one of those quarterbacks. But um, I think we get it done. I think this is it now. That Now that Brady's gone, I've been wanting to say this for a while, and I didn't want to jinx it, but now that Brady's gone, and I think this is all scripted, so it's already been written anyway. I can say it out loud now. I think the Niners and Chiefs will be in the Super Bowl, and I think the third time is the charm for us to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, but again, if we if we lose, I will be here, and Wayne will be back on the show, and I will let him have at it, and I will let him rip me a new one. Whatever he wants to do, I will eat my humble pie, uh, and and it's all good. But I think that um, I don't think that's going to be the case. But if Nick and his Eagles win, it's going to be a great NFC Championship weekend for us. It will be really good. I'm looking forward to it if it happens. I just I just don't know if the league is going to give it to us though because. That's what everybody thinks. Everybody thinks that everybody's been weighing, weighing this all season long. Is it, the, is it the Eagles? Oh, wait a minute, but don't forget those Niners. And and then they just kept winning and winning, and now 11 straight, people are starting to say it's the, it's the Niners. And um, and that does worry me a little bit when they talk about us so much. But they haven't talked about us as much this week. So I like where we're going here. Everything, all the praise is now back to the Cowboys, and I like it like that. The seesaw, you know, it just keeps going up and down, up and down. And right now, Dak and the Cowboys are up, and they're like, eh, yeah, you're going to play the Niners. But some people think that the Cowboys can beat us because look what they just did. And people are forgetting that they did that against a team that did not even finish 500. <laughs> so that's real funny to me. All right, guys, do you have anything else, uh, Terrence, Nick, before we get out of here? We broke down uh, Super, Super Wild Card Weekend, and we've also previewed the Divisional Round Weekend. Uh, what's going to be the best game before we get out of here? What's going to be the best one, you think, for this weekend? Uh, Bills and Bills. Yeah, Bills and Bengals. Okay, okay. I hope so. Is this something about Niners, Niners, Niners and Cowboys would be a uh, decently close second. Well, they, they're saving it for last. Usually when they save it for last, it's not the best one. So I, I would probably agree with you all. It probably will be the Bengals, Bengals and Bills. And I'm saying that because I would like for my Niners to not let this game be close for too long. I would like for them to run away with it. We'll see how it goes. But uh, Parsons and Bosa, everybody's going to be watching to see who get who gets the most pressures, who gets the most sacks. I keep in mind, mind you this, though, they play totally different defenses. Uh, Nick Bosa is a DN in a 4-3. Micah Parsons is an outside linebacker in a 3-4. Uh, is, it, is it a 3-4 they play? Or is it – what do they play? I don't know. But he's an outside linebacker. They, they run a little bit of both. Outside, middle, whatever it is. Okay, a little bit of both. Some weeks they pressure them all day. Some weeks they try to have them cover, cover guys that I really don't think he's good at at all. Uh, so it, it you know, it, it kind of makes you wonder why the hell do they even consider doing that at times? Why don't they rush them all the damn time? And they done that against Green Bay one, one week when Green Bay beat them. And I was like, hmm, they didn't try to beat the Packers. They really didn't. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, again, the Cowboys are no slouch. 
I had them in the Super Bowl last year. Don't don't forget that, you know. But um, I, I'm just I'm just piling it on right now with the meat and potatoes and all of that, man. We'll we'll we'll, we'll be we'll get back to this after Sunday night, and uh, it'll be interesting. We'll be back on Monday to talk about and recap the divisional round and preview Championship Sunday because it'll be down to four teams after that, and um, Bengals Bills. Let's see how it goes. Some people think it'll be a shootout. I'm not sure about that. But um, old Joe Burrow, Joe Burr, Joe Cool. I can see him right now walking, coming out of the tunnel with some dark shades on. He's just that dude. Josh Allen, you good too, but man, Burrow is that dude, man. I'm going with Joe, uh, and, and so is Nick. Uh, Terrence, you went with Buffalo, right? Yes, I'm going with the Bills. Okay, so Terrence has a chance to be the only one right with some of these games. He's the only one to pick Buffalo. He's the only one to pick Dallas. So we'll see how it goes. And, um, Nick, I promise you I'm not scared of the Eagles. I just think from the 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 what I think I know as far as how they do this game, it has nothing to do with X's and O's, I promise you. Because when, when A.J. Brown, when they say, hey, man, just go do you, do your thing, he could tear it up. Ain't no doubt about it. And I can definitely see him getting, getting you know, some big plays against the Giants. Hell, against Javarius Ward and the Niners. We have flaws in the secondary at times. But that only happens when we don't get to the quarterback. And I can say that it's not a lot of times where we don't get to the quarterback, though. So, uh, Dak, watch your back, man. It's going to be something. Uh, uh, I will say this if, if before we get out of here. If we do see Philly and Dallas in the NFC Championship game, I can give you what the story's going to be. I can give that to you right now. I can hear Greeny and some more people on TV saying it. Well, the first two times the Eagles played this year, they both played each other without their starting quarterback. It was Cooper Rush, uh-huh. ver- it was Cooper Rush yep. versus Jalen Hurts, and then the second time it was Dak Prescott versus Gardner, Gardner Minshew. And so now the third, the trilogy, we'll finally get to see both of these quarterbacks play. That will be the story. And just have yep. everybody glued to the seat, getting their popcorn ready. I can see that happening. I can. Uh, but, again, I will say this for the last time. Well, it may not be the last time. It depends on the 49ers. But if they keep winning, I'll, I'll keep saying it. The last time a quarterback wearing the number 13 replaced a quarterback wearing the number 10 was Kurt Warner replacing Trent Green. And we know how that went. That's all I've got, guys. You? Hey, that's it, man. Too, man. All right. I, yes. I look forward to talking to y'all about this next week. I say that. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to it Sunday night. And, um, hey, this is it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's been another great one, the Great Debate Show. I hope you've enjoyed. And uh, if it was your first time listening, I hope I hope you were entertained. And I hope you come back. And uh, and we'll get a little bit more of Dwayne and see, you know, what he has to say, win or lose, with his Cowboys. He said Cowboys Bills. I said Niners Chiefs. We'll see how that goes. Um, and it'll probably be something crazy, maybe like um, and we'll probably both be wrong. It'll probably be something like uh, the Bengals versus the Giants. Wouldn't that be some crazy stuff? <laughs> yeah, it would be. That would be pretty wild. And we both be disappointed, me and Nick. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Nobody, nobody wants to watch that. I don't right. think. I, yeah. I, I, I literally might not watch the Super Bowl. Right, right. I mean, how did y'all feel about the Bengals and Rams? Or was you just watching because you wanted to see the Rams? That, you know, that, I was watching because I 
Warriors and they uh, win some money. I didn't care about either team. I didn't either. Yeah, man, I don't have a vested interest in either team, but I, I was entertained by that one. I was, I was looking forward to that one. I won't forget that parlay, man. T. Higgins got the two touchdowns that I needed, but we needed the win, and the Bengals didn't win it. And I thought it was uh-huh. the year of the Tiger. And I'm like, this is some bull. I'm not – as a matter of fact, I take away my Super Bowl predictions because I, I get really emotional when I'm wrong and when I don't win money. So I'm going to leave that alone. I don't care who goes to the Super Bowl and I don't care who wins. I just want it to be good. How about that? Because 2020 and 2021 left me a mess. I was like, I'll be damn it, you know, because I, I I didn't get to win the big bucks for the Chiefs and the Buccaneers and then the, the, the Rams and the Bengals. That didn't go my way. It's just like, ah. But I did win good leading up to the Super Bowl. Um, not so not so lucky this year, though. Anyway, that's all we've got, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to give you some NBA news when we come back. We're going to talk some, some college hoops. We're going to try to get into that. We're going to talk about Jim Harbaugh. And the merry-go-round that he's sending everybody on, but he's actually staying in Michigan. All of that crap for nothing. And we're going to talk about who uh, we're going to try to put these coaches to, you know, to some of the best fits. You know, where is Sean Payton going to go? Is he going to be a Bronco? Is he going to be a Texan? He interviewed with them. Can you believe that? Uh, and, and again, what's his name? Brandon Staley. I didn't apparently, even, he's not going to be a charger. Brandon Staley's keeping his job. Yeah, he's keeping his job, and I don't get it at all. I didn't even know Brandon Staley was a defensive guy. I thought he was an offensive guy. And so they just fired the OC. They just put it all on him. But I'm like, yep. when has his defense been top 10 since he's been there? You thought you should have held on to him? Okay, teach his own. They're doing Justin Herbert a disservice. You fired Aaron Lynn for this bum. Uh, we're going to come with our new segment next week. And that will be the first one. Bitch, please. That's going to be our new segment starting next week. <laughs> because, and I'm going to have the Snoop Dogg, I'm going to have the Snoop Dogg tracking it back and everything. Because the fact that they want to keep him for real, that's the first thing that came to mind. Bitch, please. And anything that we feel that way about, we will use that term with so much things that's going on in sports. When it comes to AEW and what they're doing, bitch, please. When we talk about Vince McMahon coming back to the WWE, Bitch, please. Man, y'all got to come to the Great Debate Show because the football season is coming to an end, but we're not. We got so much more to get into and so much more to tap into. And um, I hope you all see what LeBron James is doing. They're not going to make the playoffs, and that's why he's playing all these overtimes and double overtimes and scoring 40-plus and all of that because he's trying to break that record before the regular season ends. That's Kareem record, I mean. He's already over 38, 38K, is it, I believe. So he's, he's yep, yes. He's not. Yes. He'll, he'll have it. In, he'll have it in a few weeks. Oh, in a few weeks? That soon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he probably at the rate he's going, ten, twelve games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait to see how that's gonna go with him when the season ends. You know what's gonna happen with him, uh, and uh, what they're gonna do with street clothes. I mean Anthony Davis. Uh, so we'll get into the basketball. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about who's the best in the West. Is it Memphis or is it Denver? And I'm going to put some respect on Jamal Murray's name. He is 100% back from that injury. We ain't done. We got so much more. We're just done for now. Thank you all for listening. It's the Great Debate Show. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, guys, uh, we signing off. If that's it, we out of here. That's it. Peace out, guys. Y'all be easy.